Hey everybody, Max coming here to Luke Eater Podcast. It's not too long. Oh, Happy New Year. Happy New Toots. It's 2024. New year, new me, new feelings, new emotions, new earthquakes. I don't know if you guys saw that earthquake there, you know, it was, uh, it's a good harbinger for the rest of the year there, you know. Everything's gonna fucking shake and collapse and light on fire. A tsunami's gonna come. And wash away all your family. Um. Yeah, that was kind of a, that was kind of a bad omen there for uh, Japan there, you know, huh? Big earthquake on the, on New Year's Day. Oh man, that's a. Oh well, did you guys have fun? New Year's Eve, did you get drunk? Dude, fucking New Year's Eve party, dude. Get drunk, make bad decisions, dude. Yeah. Ah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Went to Tokyo Comedy Bar. Had three shows. Three shows in a row. Tokyo Comedy Bar. First one. uh... Not too many people there. There's only six people in the audience there. So I just did, uh, I just basically did crowd work the whole time, you know. It was actually pretty funny, you know, I was listening back to my, to my set there. I mean, some pretty, some pretty funny jokes, like, there's these two, two people in the audience there. And they're like, they had just gotten married, they're on their honeymoon, and they're like, we're gonna be, we're gonna be married forever, you know. And I asked the lady, I'm like, oh, you ever... You ever go to a restaurant and you order something, and then when it, it gets to your table, you realize you, you want to order something else? And she's like, yeah, all the time. <laughs> uh, she, she didn't realize I was using that as a metaphor for marriage, but uh, oh, it was, you know, I really should have recorded that set. That would have been a good, uh, that would have been a good clip there to post uh, on the internet. See, I can start, okay, that's my New Year's resolution 2024, start recording my sets with the video there, you know, so I can, I can post clips, make content. Make content for my fans. Your fans want to see content. Which, uh, yeah. Most, most other, most content is just, um, it's just taking other people's TikTok videos and then you play those TikTok videos for 10 cent for 10 seconds and then you switch it to your face and you're reacting to that TikTok video and you're like, oh my God, I can't believe that happened. I'm an influencer now. Oh my God. Oh God. I kind of hate, I hate the whole internet world, but, uh, that's basically how anyone, everyone I know that's had, uh, success, uh, comedy-wise, that's basically how they do it, you know, they just upload, you got, you got to upload every day, you know, you got to upload every day, you know, anyway, uh, back to the other two shows, the other two shows were, uh, sold out, so we had, like, 50 people, those, those two shows were real fun, all my jokes were hitting, they were, they were really good, you know, I think I finally figured out my, uh, my onstage persona, which is a good, it's a good uh, milestone for me, you know. Okay, I've been doing comedy almost eight years now, you know, and that's like the big uh, that's like the big thing there that you have to figure out when you start doing comedy is like what kind of onstage persona, you know. People say, "Oh, just be yourself. You just gotta be yourself. Don't be somebody else. You gotta be yourself," you know. But uh, it's like, what the fuck does that? Uh, that didn't make any sense when I was in junior high school. It doesn't really make any sense. You know, as as a grown adult, like be myself. What the fuck are you talking about? That doesn't mean anything. You know, that's not entertaining. No. Anyway, so um, you know, last few years I've been uh, experimenting with like different kind of uh, different styles. You know, and it basically it boils down to it's basically boils down to your mindset. Like, like um, you know, when you're in different moods, you know, you have different kind of ways of thinking. You know, and when you do comedy, you got to go up there. You got to put yourself in a certain type of mindset. You know. And uh, I've never really figured out, like, which type of mindset works for me, you know? Uh, and then that that mindset kind of dictates 
your behavior on stage, like how how you move around the stage, you know, how you tell that your cadence, you know, your voice, how you tell the jokes, you know, the facial expression, it kind of determines everything, right? So it kind of determines your whole performance there. And uh, basically, I think I finally figured out the the mindset and uh, that's, that, that's effective, that not only it makes the jokes work, the audience likes it, it's likable to the audience, it's something I, en- I enjoy doing, and it's and it's it's me, you know. It's uh, it's uh, it's a version of me. It's uh, it's unique. It's uniquely me. I'm not, I'm not just copying another comedian's uh, type of performance there, which, which I guess everyone does when they first start out. You know, you just kind of copy everybody else's uh, style until you figure out your own style, and then and then you grow and then you grow from there. And then, well, anyway, I finally figured that out. Uh, I finally figured out my mindset and my, my perform how to perform. So uh, that's quite good, actually. It's very good. It's very good. It's a very good comedy milestone, and, and it's not to say not to say that it's uh, it's finished evolving, but I think um, this level of breakthrough is uh, is quite rare. And I feel like I will con- well I will continue doing this um, this style, and uh, let's see how it evolves. How it evolves over the years, you know, of course, uh, you guys got any resolutions? 2024, you got any resolutions, you know? Um, Yeah, I got, uh, you know, I got some goals, you know, I got some goals. Um, You know, I've been asking my students a lot recently if they have any goals, you know, write about your goals for next year, write about your goals in three years, write about your goals in 10 years, and basically all the students just say, I don't know. I don't know what I want to do with my life. You know, go up to these kids. I'm like, what are you studying? They're like, I'm studying law. I'm like, oh, why are you studying law? What do you want to do? And they're like, I don't know. Got to study something. Uh, I, I understand that mindset, you know. Uh, you know, 18-year-old kids, they don't know what the, they don't know what the fuck they're doing with their life, you know. They're just like, oh, God, I got to get a job. I want to play Fortnite. Uh, yeah, so anyway. Um, oh, by the way, I, uh, I, I landed a full-time job finally. Uh, you know, I interviewed for three full-time jobs. Uh, got hired by my first choice, which is good. You know, second choice, they haven't let me know yet. I think they want to. They were supposed to tell me by the end of the year, but then they sent me a letter, and they said they're still deciding, so please wait. But, uh, I think I'm going to accept the other job. They were my second choice anyway. And the third choice, which, uh, I, I don't I think I, t- I, t- I talked about this maybe on the podcast before. The the interview, just like, I could tell they didn't like me from the, like, very first question the lady asked me. I was like, oh, all right, well. This chick doesn't like me. I don't want to work here. And it's like, and they wanted me to work from like nine to five, even when I don't have classes. They want me to stay on campus and just fucking I don't know, beat off or something. But the other, the other schools, uh, they're like, yeah, you can go home after you teach your classes because uh, there's no, there's no reason for you to just sit around here doing nothing, you know. And we're gonna pay you the same salary as that other, that other school that wanted you to work, uh, you know, stay on campus for eight hours, an extra four hours just doing nothing. Yeah. Uh, so I definitely didn't want, didn't want to take that job. So uh, they didn't hire me anyway. <laughs> so. I don't want to work for you, but anyway, uh, yeah, so I always ask my students that, what are your goals questions, even even my friends too, you know, when we talk about this, just, you know, setting goals, setting goals is, is basically what, what life is, you know, you know, if your life is floundering and you don't know what you're doing, is it's because you don't have any goals, and basically you have to set a goal, and then basically all of the decisions that you make in your life are in order to accomplish that goal, you know, it's like, oh, am I going to eat this pizza today, or am I going to eat a salad, you know, well, it's like you, every decision you make 
is either going to bring you closer to that goal or further away from that goal. So once you have that goal, your, your mind is decided and you can start making decisions. And even then, even when you have that goal, it's still, it's still tough to make those decisions, you know, because you got, you got the, you got the angel and the devil on your shoulder and the angel is telling you to make the right decision to go towards that goal. And the devil is telling you to make the wrong decision. And, uh, you know, that's the story of Pinocchio. I don't know if you guys seen that one. But uh, you can, yeah, so I guess that's all I'm trying to say there is that, um, you know, you got to set your goals and then you got to listen to the angel on your shoulder to make the right decisions and don't be a fat, lazy fuck and don't listen to the devil. Don't listen to Satan. He just wants to bring you to hell. Uh, yeah, so, um, so I got some goals, got some goals for this year. I want to, uh, I, I want to publish three books. I want to publish three books there. Uh, I want to publish two children's book, two children's books, and one uh, one other short story language book. Definitely want to do that. In uh, three years, I want to have some. I want to have three published research articles so I can get an even better job. You know, because I, I got to publish these bullshit bullshit scientific articles. You know, but hopefully I can actually do some real research. Yeah, that's another thing to the uh, the job that I that hired me. The uh, the uh, the director of the program there, he also wrote some, wrote some textbooks, so I, I feel like, and he's like, he's old, you know, he's older than me, so uh, I can be his protege there, you know, I feel like I can learn uh, from him, you know, I think he'll be a good uh, influence, a good mentor for me in my career, and um, yeah, hopefully I can work with the other people there on uh, publishing some uh, actual research, some real research instead of just like, you know, bullshit. I'd, I'd actually like to uh, research something that's useful, you know? I mean, I don't, I don't, I'm not sure exactly how I can do that. I don't have any ideas, but uh, I'd like to do something useful instead of just waste time doing bullshit research. You know, so anyway, so that's my goal in uh, three years. And of course, in 10 years, in 10 years, I would like to have enough money to retire, which that's a lofty goal. I don't, I don't think I'm going <laughs> to, that's going to be tough. <clears throat> that's going to be tough, but... Uh, that's more, of a, that's more of a fantasy and a wish than an actual goal. But, but I think my real goal for comedy is to just continue improving. You know, I've been, I've been doing comedy eight years now, and um, I'm much better than I was when I started, of course, you know, as it goes, as it should go. If you, uh, if you're, if you practice doing something and you don't get any better, you should probably give up. You should probably stop doing that, you know. But uh, I, am, I am improving, and I, and I thought about, you know, I still don't feel like I'm a great comic. I'm not, uh, I'm not, uh, you know, a touring headliner or whatever. I'm not as good as, uh, you know, all, all, all the famous guys, you know. I think I am capable of uh, becoming that good, but I think it just takes time, you know. All, the, all these other guys, they've, uh, they just have more experience, you know. Uh, they've been doing it, you know, 15, 20 years, and they've had a lot more opportunities for stage time than I have over here in Japan, so, so, uh, yeah, it allows them to, uh, to progress faster, but, um, no big deal, no big deal, that means I just have to work harder, I just have to work harder and do better, but, uh, I've been thinking, yeah, 10 years, I think, uh, I think if I keep doing comedy, you know, because I, I always have these, th these thoughts about, like, giving up, you know, just stop doing it, you know, it's like, oh, God, what's the point? 
what's the point of any of this? I'm doing these same, these same shit jokes I've been doing for five years. Uh, but I think, um, I think in 10 years, by the time I'm 50, I think if I continue to practice, I think I can be very good by the time I'm 50. And so, and like, why not? I mean, why not continue? Like, you know, it's like, it's like, it's like practicing a, a musical instrument, you know? You might suck now, but if you keep practicing for 10 years, maybe you can, you know, isn't that going to be a good feeling? You can play the, you can play the guitar in 10 years. So I think that's, uh, that's the goal I'm uh, going to be working towards. It's just to keep improving my comedic skills. And then maybe by the time I'm 50, I can be a professional comic. I will be good enough to be a professional touring comic by the time I'm 50. Hope so. Hope so. If not, I'll probably give up. You know what? Anyway, Happy New Year. Thanks for listening. Maybe I'll see you tomorrow.